Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your host, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about the top six mistakes a new entrepreneur makes. This is just my opinion. Uh, it's not based on study or anything of that nature. This is what I've seen in the real world from my friends or my sp- photography students, things of that nature, the six things that they tend to mess up the most when they're starting new. So in no particular order, some of these are more important than others, but I'm just going to give you my list. Uh, Number six is they are risk adverse, meaning that they are afraid to take chances. I talked about this a little bit in the book about tearing up a $100 bill is the number one problem that new entrepreneurs have is they are fearful of failure. And the truth of the matter is, if you are a really uh, aggressive entrepreneur, you will look at failure as an opportunity to learn and you want to make your mistakes quickly. So you attack because you want to fail and learn those lessons and make the adjustment and move on. But time and again, this is in fact the number one thing that really prevents people from becoming business owners or entrepreneurs is they're afraid. Uh, there are lots of just fantastic ideas out there for businesses that I've seen time and again from countless associates. They, they have this incredible idea, but they don't have the, the courage or the willpower to bring it to fruition. And that is far more important than a spectacular idea for business. So even if you look at uh, more common things such as selling pineapples on the side of the road or you know, cleaning swimming pools. That's something my dad does or, you know, any kind of, you know, lawn care service. It's not really a sexy idea, but because they're willing to roll the dice and they're entrepreneurs, they are able to have that business. And so that is the critical barrier to entry in my mind to becoming an entrepreneur is you have to be brave and courageous and be able to, you know, deal with risk and live with it and, and not hesitate because of the chance of failure. The very, very best entrepreneurs, they look at failure as a classroom. And so they they head towards it full speed. Okay, number five, and this is super, super important, is there is no competitive advantage to the business. Okay, so when I say that, what I mean is when you start a business, if it is going to be spectacularly successful and you do not have a competitive advantage, Somebody is going to come and attempt to steal it from you. And this isn't, you know, really the place to go into what a competitive advantage is. Uh, You think of it as a barrier that prevents people from doing what you're doing. Okay, so we talked about it in the book. You know, it could be trademark. It could be a a formula. It could be, you know, a patent, a brand name. It could be a, a personality. Things that are not replicatable. And so... Uh, when somebody comes to me and say, Hey, Michael, I have this great business idea. This is what I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, that is a great idea. But the problem is there's no way you can protect it from somebody else stealing it. Very common to see that no competitive advantage. Number four, very common is new entrepreneurs often do not understand what marketing is. And I have seen this so many times, very talented and creative individuals who make a product, start the business, and they're unable to get it in front of those who are their target market, the people who would buy it. And this one example I'm thinking of, 
in this person's mind, marketing is posting a picture on Facebook. They believe that is marketing or Instagram. Hey, here's a picture of my new product. Please buy it. And so they're only soliciting to, to their group of circles. And the truth of the matter is Facebook and Instagram limit how many people see that. Now, if you guys remember uh, business pages and Facebook when it first started, if somebody followed your business page and you posted something, pretty much everybody saw it. What a powerful tool. You know, all the people following your business would see it. And then what happened was is they changed it. So like 1% of your business followers are actually going to see something that you put on Facebook now. And so the idea is that Facebook wants you to pay and it's work for them. So yeah, you have to pay Facebook to get (laughs) your promotion in front of your followers. That's kind of messed up. But coming back to the discussion, uh, marketing is getting your product and services in front of the people who really want it. And this means strangers, people not in your pool of customers already. It's finding new customers, finding where they are. It's sort of like fishing. You have to understand what kind of fish you're going after, where they exist, how to bait the hook, how to get it in front of them. And that is a totally different discussion, but marketing is a very, very common problem. If you're not able to get your product in front of the people who want it, you're going to have problems. Number three, most common thing that I see is that individuals try to create a business instead of trying to capture demand for their products and services. So one example I think of entrepreneur wanted to start a consignment clothing store. So she focused on finding a place, you know, finding the building, talking about rent, things of that nature, you know, you know, figuring out how to set up the storefront instead of figuring out where are the customers that would come to the store and and doing some demographic research, you know, so location in retail is huge. Just because you have a storefront doesn't mean people are going to come. It has to be in the right place. And so building a business. So like, let's say this happens all the time. Somebody wants to start a business and they say, well, I need a web programmer to help me make my website. And they go out and they hire a web programmer, spend a couple thousand dollars. They get the website all set up and it's ready to go. And then they don't understand why they're not selling anything. It's because a storefront or a website is not a business. Demand for services is a business. So when you have people throwing money at you for something that you have, now you have a business. That is a business, not a physical location. And let me throw something else in there additionally. Um, if you cannot give a product away for free, chances are you are not going to be able to sell it. Okay. So if you have a new gadget or widget, and I do this actually all the time to test products, and I'll go on Facebook and I'll say, hey, you know, just to my friends, and I'll say, hey, guys, I have 10 of these things. Who wants them? If I'm not able to give away all 10 of those, I will not invest a lot of money into trying to create a product. But if, and I've done this with 3D printing stuff, that's how the Maven adapter was born is I had this 3D printer and I was printing up these adapters that would allow us to connect cameras to window cleaning poles. And I spent a lot of time developing that, but I didn't know what the demand for the product was. And so I tried to give it away. I just went on Facebook. And I posted, and this is a test, this isn't marketing, 
um, I would say, hey, everybody, um, I have the, this Maven adapter. Who wants one? And I sold out. I sold, I think, 40 or 50 of them just from that post, just among my friends. So I knew there was demand for the product and that people wanted it. That was a test. That would be appropriate on Facebook. But what I wouldn't do is continue trying to sell the Maven adapter to my friends on Facebook. Once we made the product, then I went with a company called um, Photo Wow, which is a newsletter for hundreds of thousands of photographers. And we had a deal where they would send a special offer for the Maven. That's good marketing because it puts the product directly in front of the customer who would want to buy it. So definitely, if you cannot give it away, you're not going to be able to sell it. So number two on this list, this actually has to do with uh, people who have started a business. They're having some success. Very common, and I've done this myself, uh, I'm ashamed to say, is they do not focus on their core business. So what this means is, let's say they're an entrepreneur, they start a company, and after a year or two, they're having success, and they start to say, well, I'm good at this, let me try to do that. Something, some other business that is completely unrelated to what they're doing now. That is like creating a brand new business. And in, in the world of entrepreneurism, if that's a word, uh, the chances of starting a new business venture, if you were to do 10 of them in a row, you will be lucky if one or two of them actually pan out. And this is for experienced entrepreneurs. And this is why the best entrepreneurs are really, really good at weeding out opportunities is because they know there's a very, very high chance of failure. There has to be certain things in that business in order for it to work out. And so number two is when an individual is an expert in something and they're really good at it and they're having success and then they try to go out and start a new business in something else, you know, where they don't have the specified knowledge or the skill sets to thrive, they, they merely believe that because they're successful in one thing, they're going to be successful in another. Look at Michael Jordan, just a spectacular, you know, number one basketball player of all time in my mind. Sorry, Le- LeBron James fans. I think Jordan is the best. Uh, you know, he it, it was almost like he kind of got bored with it and said, you know what, I want to try baseball. And he went and he played some baseball for a little bit and he was good at it but not like he was on the basketball court. So you want to play to your strengths in the business world. You don't want to, you know, find the thing that you're terrible at. And just because um, you're interested in it, that's not enough to start a business. Usually you got to have some specialized knowledge in my opinion. So number one, the most important thing that I see uh, entrepreneurs do, new entrepreneurs is many of them pick a business idea that they are not passionate about. In the long run, this is not sustainable. So if you pick a business or some kind of work that you don't really, really enjoy, at some point you're going to get tired of it. And that is a huge problem because then it becomes work. If you are doing something that you truly love and you're getting paid for it, holy cow, what a blessing that is. So make sure that you pick something that you really enjoy doing. So so let's summarize. Six is people are too risk adverse. Five is there's no competitive advantage. Four, they do not understand what marketing is. 
Three, they try to create a business front instead of focusing on demand. Two, they do not focus on what they are good at and what their strengths are. And number one, they pick something that they are not passionate about. In any event, thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.